This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily news briefing for today, May 10th. First, U.S. hospitals are asking insurers to pay them up to 15% more to help offset rising nurse wages, the Wall Street Journal reported. Typically, hospitals request about 4% to 6% annual price increases and end up winning around an average 3%. Several large healthcare organizations in recent months, including Nashville, Tennessee-based HCA Healthcare and King of Prussia, Pennsylvania-based Universal Health Services, said they will be asking for substantial rate increases to offset inflation, including labor costs. While neither hospital operator specified the price increase sought, people familiar with the negotiations said some hospitals within the networks are seeking to boost around 7.5% to 15% rates. During a recent earnings call, HCA CEO Samuel Hazen said HCA will ask insurers and employers to pay it more after it saw a $500 million in higher-than-expected labor costs this year. UHS CFO Steve Filton also said UHS is seeking a rate boost to absorb a portion of the wage inflation and is willing to cancel contracts if payers do not provide the increase, according to the Wall Street Journal. Many insurers and employer groups are rejecting the rate increases, arguing that the many hospitals can absorb the higher labor costs without increasing their rates. If hospitals win higher prices, it could result in higher health insurance premiums, according to the report. Two, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield has named or promoted five individuals for executive positions. First, Aaron Maxwell, who has been with the company since 2005, was named lead executive of the customer service. She was previously director of Blue Advantage Administrators of Arkansas Customer Service and interim director of customer service for all product lines. Ms. Maxwell has a professional health insurance advanced studies certificate from AHIP. Second, David Jarrigan, who has been with the company since 2017, was named lead executive of customer accounts and membership. He'll be responsible for enrollment, billing, and member ID cards. Mr. Jarnigan was previously manager of payment innovations. Delana Hicks has been promoted to director of corporate compliance. Ms. Hicks will collaborate with leadership throughout the company to define and implement compliance strategy. Annette Fenske has also been hired as director of Medicare Advantage compliance. Ms. Fenske will work with Medicare operations teams and CMS to lead all Medicare Advantage compliance activities and staff. And finally, Sheila Cole-Klasher will be elected the company's board of directors. Ms. Cole-Klasher serves as Global Chief of Digital Responsibility and Public Policy Officer at Kinesio, a marketing arm of the New York City-based Interpublic Group. Three, Clover Health saw explosive growth in revenue and managed lives in the last quarter, but posted a net loss of over $75 million in the first quarter, according to the company's earnings report. The Franklin, Tennessee-based Intratech company was founded in 2014 and provides Medicare Advantage plans uh, through federal contracts. Total revenue was $874.4 million in 2022 compared to $200 million year over year, nearly a 337% increase. Total revenue at the year end is expected to be in the range of $3 billion to $3.4 billion. Total operating expenses in 2022 were $961.7 million, raising 201% from the previous year.
the company's net loss in the first quarter was $75.3 million, increasing from $48.4 million year-over-year. Insured members grew 28.2%, raising from 66,348 in 2021 to 85,026 in 2022. Total lives under Clover management in 2022 were 257,442, a 288% increase year over year. Four, New York lawmakers are considering a 9.3% tax on insurance companies that move their profits out of state. The tax would be placed on individuals payments and loans that are transferred out of state by a for-profit payer along with for-profit and non-profit HMOs that provide individual, small group, and large group market coverage, according to Spectrum News 1. Revenue generated by the tax would be used to help struggling providers that have been stretched thin by COVID-19. The proposed tax is supported by Healthcare Worker Labor Union 1199-SEIU but is opposed by the New York Health Plan and the Business Council of New York State. Five, the Kaiser Family Foundation estimated May 10th that 5.3 million to 14.2 million people could lose Medicaid coverage at the end of the COVID-19 public health emergency. The public health emergency is scheduled to run through July 15th. The Biden administration has said it will give states 60-day notice before the public health emergency expires. The foundation said, Biggest losses could be among adults who gained coverage through the ACA's Medicaid expansion, adults eligible for reasons other than disability, and children. People who remain eligible could also be at risk of losing coverage due to barriers in navigating the redetermination process, according to the Foundation. Outreach, education, and enrollment assistance can help those who remain eligible keep their coverage and those who aren't transitioned to other sources of coverage. If you would like the latest in payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.